Okay, welcome, dear people, to Loud Living for Christ. I'm your host, Vyosakao. Uh, okay, today we'll be discussing a very interesting topic. Uh, I think this was inspired to me, you know, when I was just listening to, there was someone that I was listening to, and then it triggered this thought. So I thought, okay, why not, you know, discuss with everyone out there, have your take, you know, digest it, uh, see what the Holy Spirit will say to you regarding this. So what I had in my mind when I was actually listening to, to this preaching, it, it just it triggered a thought around the prosperity gospel that is so numerous nowadays. You know, there's there's a lot that is being said towards, you know, that you 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 frame your situation, you know, speak this and things into existence. You know, God wants to give you A, B and C, you know, this is what you can get. This is the year where you just, you know, a blessed beyond measure and all those things you know i'm not saying in anyhow you know god doesn't want to bless us but i'm saying for me i thought that when we are focusing more of spending about 80 to 90 percent of our time preaching such a message to people that now we make our god appears as if he's just there he wants to give you these things this must materialistic uh, things you know that that's the main focus of the gospel that we preach it, it is no longer about building up the type of, of of Christians that can actually go out there and make a difference go out there make disciples go out there win souls and advance God's kingdom but it's all about looking you know to develop your own life looking on, on how you can you know arrange your life speak things and all those things and I feel that uh, personally, uh, the most dangerous thing about that would be now you have this type of Christians that are expecting to actually be in control of every situation. If something goes wrong, it's you, you know. So now the question that I've got, how do we then answer the scripture where Jesus said, where he said, in this life you have many troubles, but take heart for I have overcome you know, uh, and then where he also says, you know, don't be surprised when the world hates you because they first hated me and the servant cannot be greater than the master, you know. So, and on top of that, not just those scriptures, if you look at the life of the previous uh, disciples, you know, your first disciples, the 12 disciples that Jesus chose that carried the, the gospel after his, his ascension, and you look at, uh, at, at, at the Apostle Paul and many other apostles, the fact that uh, John the Baptist, you know, died and his head was cut, you know, his head was, was chopped off. And then, you know, and, and, and you look at John and how he died, you know, look at Peter and all those people, you look at the troubles that they went through, the persecution. So when we look at them, we actually see and we can understand and testify when Jesus says that in this life you have many troubles, but take heart, you know. So I feel that now we are in a space whereby we are we want to create this bubble where it's trouble-free, where you can just pick things into existence, where you just expect expect to get all of these things from God, you know. Uh, and I feel it's true, yes, you know, we need to watch what we speak with our mouth that's very true because out of that you know out of our mouth we we can speak life or death or we can decree you know we can we can set tone on life and death but i feel at 
it's also very important that at the end of the day there is the will of god if you look at the life of job job was uh, you know uh, uh, god was pleased with job and then he blessed him and all these things but there was a time where god you know let job be tested just to prove that he doesn't love god just because of the things that he has you know his love is beyond those things there's so many examples that you can look up out you know where you see people in the bible you look at david his life you know before he becomes a king he had so many challenges he had to run away from Saul. so i feel that if we're not preaching the real gospel we're preaching this gospel that we just wow voila you know you speak these things these things happens you you know you pumped up what are you gonna get given to get and all these things we we're not actually building the base we're not building you know the the type of of, of a solid foundations where that even when troubles come you know that your foundation is on a solid rock that when the winds comes and the storms comes but you are not moved but if we only build and we focus on what you get what you can say and what 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 and all these things so i thought that we are running the risk of actually building the type of a christian who's not only self-centered but has a false expectations of the world and is irrelevant to actually impact the world is irrelevant to actually uh, you know share the gospel with their neighbor they are focusing on creating you know and declaring these things and setting up this kind of love which doesn't exist and if when the storms come and then they hit that type of a christian now they are in panic mode they are trying to rearrange forgetting that at the end of the day we can do all that we can but there's still the ultimate will of god that we can plan our steps but it's god who actually perfects everything it's not our uh, just our giving it's not just our confession it's not just our our serving and all those things but at the end of the day we need to submit ourselves to the will of god and that's what you actually get when you're looking at the life of jesus christ that you know god there was a specific purpose and reason that god had for him you know jesus is the best example of this he didn't the situation that he was in was not created because of the negative words that he spoke but he he, he, he was beaten you know uh, he was bruised for us you know he was hung died a shameful death for us then you got that at different apostle uh look at uh, john the baptist the way that he died he didn't deserve it and it was not because that of his confession of anything that he said that he died like that look at peter look at john and you know the list is endless so i feel that we run the risk then of trying to create this perception that everything that you actually will go through as a christian is because of you know your confession you can change any situation by just speaking that's not true you know there will be times where we lose our family members where we lose people close to us that has nothing to do with your confession and all those things and that situation we can't really do anything but to trust God that even if I go through the value of the shadow of death, but for thou art with me, you know. So I feel that we are running the risk of creating, you know, this unrealistic perception of Christians because we are being bombarded by these messages that tells you do this and it's up death that do this and it's so it's all about you doing something and then in return you're getting something you know but at the end of the day there is the will of god that needs to be fulfilled there's a mandate that we are given on this earth and our mandate is clear that we need to go out there and make disciples of all the nations 
we need to take our eyes we need to remove our eyes from ourselves let's not focus on how now we can just best create your life get this and that from god you know if you do this and but how can we advance god's kingdom how can we go out there and impact the world in a way that it gives glory to god just like jesus christ ephesians 5 verse 1 says this be imitators of god okay actually let's go and read it ephesians 5 what? ephesians chapter 5 verse 1 because i think it's most relevant it's, sorry it's very very relevant you know because at times when you go through things we need to look at christ i believe jesus christ there's two specific purposes on why he came on earth obviously the obvious expect uh, purpose was that he came to die and redeem us through his death we are redeemed but at the same time the reason why he spent three years discipling his uh, you know his 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 followers but also for us to have those that three-year life being recorded is so that when we we can actually look at him and have an understanding of what type of life we should live as christians but let's see what ephesians 5 i think this was one two three it says imitate god therefore in everything you do because you are his dear children you live a life filled with love following the example following the example of christ he loved us and offered himself as a sacrifice for us a pleasing aroma to god so we are to live in the steps and following in the steps of jesus christ so jesus didn't live for himself but he offered himself for us and he also says there's nothing greater than a friend that offers or that does i'm paraphrasing that does for a friend or that offers their life for a friend so at the end of the day if you if, if you if you also read the message that uh paul was preaching to to all the the churches that he was writing to he was always about loving one another and being there for one another sacrificing for one another and then if you check in acts 2 that's what actually the the first apostles to or the first church did because they were selling things to actually for the benefit of the group for the benefit of the saints so i think it's very important that as us as believers as well we have that type of mentality that we are not just living to make our life rosy good and all those things but we should offer our bodies romans 12 verse 1 as a living sacrifice that is acceptable to god so that whenever god commands us to either by giving either by 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 sharing either by encouraging either by prayer we offer ourselves for this good of the the body of jesus christ we actually go out there for the people that do not know god that are far away from god we try and we do our utmost our utmost best to reach them so i feel that the for me what's most troubling about the prosperity gospel that is creating more christians that are self-centered that are trying to declare things to make their life perfect that are trying to be all about themselves that even in our giving we are self-centered we are giving so that we can get it's not really about giving so that we can expand god's kingdom giving so that someone else make but it's all about looking to give so that we can gain so we are more self-centered that means even in, in our giving we are selfish you know it's, it's 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 i don't think it's acceptable it's just creating a very 
a type of a Christian that is a, it's a very opposite of what Jesus Christ represent. Jesus Christ was selfless and then he lived to serve others. He lived to glorify God. Everything that he did for 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 humankind, you know, was so that people can see God in him. But I think everything that we want nowadays it's all so that we can get more. We are given so that we can get more. We we are so absorbed in ourselves. And I feel that if we do not wake up as the church and look at Jesus Christ as an example, that these are the days where the false teachers and false prophets are rising and they are teaching things that are contrary to the very word of God. They are shaping a person, they are shaping a type of a Christian that when you look at Jesus Christ, the life he lived, there's a big, big, big difference. So we really need to wake up as the church and we seek God. I'm not excluding myself from this. I feel that most of us, at times, at one point and another, we have so focused and been consumed by ourselves that we, we are actually missing the big mandate. We are not able to live beyond ourselves. So my prayer is that God help us to get in a space where we do everything for your glory, where we are living, where we are offering our bodies as a living sacrifice so that we can reach the world for you, so that we can expand your glory, oh Father. Okay, let us pray. Father God, we just come before you. We acknowledge that at times we might have missed the very purpose on why you came and died. At times we might have missed the purpose on why you saved us, oh Father. Father God, I pray that you open our eyes, Father God, and you forgive us from all selfish desires that we have, but teach us to be more like you. Teach us to walk in your example, to, to follow after your example, oh Father. Let us live, let people out of our lives gain. Let people out of our death by offering our bodies as a living sacrifice to you. Let people, let there be lives that will gain life out of our selfish living. Let there be lives that will testify and know of your goodness and give glory to your Father because we have lived the selfish life that we have become the light we've become the salt and then people out of us they can see you but not us let us not be consumed and self and focused on ourselves that we want to do everything for us but father god teach us check our intentions our god direct us with your word let us not be lost but let us find you and let people see in us the unity and the love that the first church had we trust you, wonderful Father God, that you are able to complete the work that the work that you have begun in us. In the wonderful name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen.